0: Welcome to the Filmmaker Mixer podcast. My name is Andrew and I'm joined alongside my co-host Jeff as always. Today we have on returning guest and actress Rebecca Kennedy along with the director and producers of her latest indie film The Veil, which is director Cameron Bile and producer Kyle Andrews.
1: Kyle, Cameron, and Rebecca are screening their new film at the Austin Film Festival and while they were in town, Andrew and I had a chance to catch up with them and discuss the new film. Hello, everybody. This is the Filmmaker Mixer podcast, and we are deep into our coverage of the Austin Film Festival. So many great filmmakers, writers, and storytellers will be at the festival, and we're excited to be chatting with the filmmaking team behind The Veil, which we'll be screening at the Austin Film Festival. Uh, this is actually the third time we've chatted with Rebecca Kennedy, who stars in The Veil, so she's practically a regular on the show now. <laughs> uh, so uh, in addition to Rebecca, we have director Cameron Bile and producer Kyle Andrews. So welcome everyone. Thanks for having us. Hey Jeff, thanks.
2: Thanks, I'm so glad to be back.
1: (laughs) So before we dig into our conversation, uh, Kyle, can you remind everyone when The Veil will be screening at the Austin Film Festival this week?
3: Uh, I can, we're gonna be playing on Friday. Uh, That's Friday the 27th. We're scheduled for four o'clock over at the Galaxy. And then uh, we're gonna be playing our second screening on Monday the 30th. Uh, that's going to be at seven twenty p.m. and we will be over uh, at the Improv Theater.
1: Awesome, perfect. So, Kyle, let's start with you. What is the veil, and where did this idea come from?
3: <laughs> well, the, the, the Veil is a feature film, uh, it's a supernatural southern gothic horror story. It's got a whole lot of elements from different genres that we've pulled in to coalesce on this one story that surrounds a retired priest uh, in a small farmstead in Pennsylvania and a, a, an Amish woman who comes to him in the middle of the night for help while a big green aurora borealis has suddenly descended over the farmstead. Um, it's a, a, a labor of love that uh, is actually uh, from the brain trust of, of writer-director Cameron Bile. Uh, Cameron came up with this idea. Um, his wife is from the area uh, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where we also shot. We shot on location, and um, he brought the script to me uh, a couple of years ago. We went over the details of it, developed it a bit more, and then uh, we shot it and put it in post-production, and now here we are about to show it to the, the good folks in Austin.
1: Well, it's a fascinating story. and Cameron, tell us a little bit more about how you developed this idea and turned it into a screenplay
4: absolutely sure. so um, you know, it started like so many uh ways that a lot of filmmakers tend to uh, finally latch onto something is it's it's the amalgamation of several different stories that I've been developing for quite a long time um and a lot of it
1: were they were they different uh different stories like different characters were they related in any way or did you like borrow from one plot to expand on this story
4: uh they were not related in any way interesting Um, yeah they were totally different concepts that i just kind of been playing around with and it didn't really nothing really clicked until i had the the idea to combine elements together um you know there was the idea about um a, a man in a isolated house somewhere in the in the mountains and being visited by um, a young woman in the middle of the night who needed assistance. And it was kind of a ghost story. And then there was a completely separate story about a total electrical outage uh, over Los Angeles with the Northern Lights coming into play and how seemingly impossible that is, but that was more of like a character drama. And then when I realized that you could combine the, those two conceits into something. That's when I really felt that I had the, the 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 real kernel of an idea. And when I was in Pennsylvania visiting my in-laws, I you know I took a look around at the Amish country that was surrounding us um, and felt, oh, that would be a really interesting angle into the story with this uh, community of people that are not really. Depicted as much in 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 you know mainstream culture, and when they are, it's it's often from this very strange, very foreign feeling worldview. You know, like let's let's look at these very strange people who are uh, centuries behind us technologically speaking, and and want to stay that way. How 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 odd is that? How strange is that? And I I wanted to push back against that and say you know let's let's dial in on what is dramatically interesting about that worldview and how does that contribute to um, the conflict with the modern world and especially the uh, a roman catholic worldview that i was brought up in and i could kind of bring uh that that kind of personal experience into staying with you cameron what was Mm -hmm. it like directing your story and i'm curious how much
0: of it changed if at all once production started
4: well, it was, you know, it's really interesting. Um, I said this at our, uh, our Q&A at the H.P. Lovecraft Film Festival where we had a world premiere. Um, you know, this is not the film that I set out to make, but that's because... Oh, That's because it is so much better than what I could have envisioned as just a single person, everybody from Kyle to Rebecca to Sean, to all of our crew members, our production designer, our cinematographer, our composer, and our sound mixer, everybody, they all brought in a, you know, an amazing um dedication to the story they all really believed in the story that we were telling it became our story instead of just simply my story uh, and because of that they also brought in their own worldviews their own experiences their own ideas and every time that happened it just made the project richer it made it deeper more nuanced um, it's it's far superior to the movie that I had in my head when I was set out to make it um, you know the experience of making it, I think, you know, it, it had its challenges like any, you know, independent film does. But I feel that because of our our crew that we had assembled, it was a mix of some people from L.A. as well as local uh, craftspeople in Pennsylvania. Everybody really came together really nicely and was just dedicated to seeing this project through and you know shooting 70 pages in 10 days is is not a uh a small you shot act. this in 10 days? Yes. Uh wow. with with one extra day in Los Angeles for pickups. Um Interesting. But you know it, yeah. it looks
1: fantastic. I mean the oh, production value is great.
4: Yeah, and that I mean again that is a testament to our collaborators who really, you know, brought everything and did truly they they truly created miracles with very uh, limited resources.
1: That is interesting. And, uh, well, that's a great thing about collaboration. You know, everybody brings something to the table. And I think um, that's the sign, in my opinion, of a good a good director and producer when they bring people to the table and then let them contribute uh, as much as possible with new ideas as well as, you know, making your ideas work. So that's really cool. Um, wow, 10 days. That's crazy. And how did you guys connect with Rebecca?
4: well i'll i'll pass that along to Kyle because he was the uh kind of the point person there
3: uh yeah i'm i'm happy to answer that question uh because uh it happened the way things happen in los angeles often you just sit in the same room with a person and suddenly you're friends um rebecca <laughs> rebecca and i met at an acting class here in los angeles i'm i'm actually by by uh trade an actor in addition to a uh, producer and writer um so i have um Been working in LA as an actor for a long time. Uh, I audited a class that I was interested in. I didn't end up taking the class, but the one audit I was there for, I ended up sitting next to Rebecca Kennedy. Um, and I've said this before. I recognized Rebecca from this incredible performance she gave uh, on uh, Law and Order SVU in an episode right. called The Book of Esther, where she's playing Esther. She's. I knew right at that. I, I I sat next to Brilliance, and I knew that at the moment I didn't let it on because that would be awkward. But like, <laughs> we we spoke and we we really hit it off, and. Um, Fast forward a couple years later, uh, Cam hands the script to me. We develop it a little bit, and as we're working on uh, the character of Hannah, I couldn't get Rebecca out of my mind. There, there was never anybody else who I at all wanted to offer the part to. And thankfully, when I did offer it to her, she loved the script and she immediately said yes.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what and a, Rebecca.
2: Serendipitous thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I, I know you've teased out the role in the past, Rebecca, in previous uh, episodes we've had you on, but I'm curious now that you can officially talk about it, how did you prepare for the role?
2: Yeah, um, that's a great question. I did a lot of research on uh, the Amish community, the Amish, Amish way of life, and I also was able to connect uh, through Cameron and Kyle with a with a woman who um, used to be in the Amish community, and her and I um, talked over Zoom for several hours. Um, I wrote a ton of notes and just um, could basically ask her any question I wanted, which was amazing because to have that kind of access, um, because, you know, there's, there's a lot of documentaries, there's, there's, um, you know, some stuff on online, but, you know, obviously to be able to talk to someone that used to be in that, um, in that community was just, was just gold. And there was so much I learned from her that I would have never known, um, something simply as, um, they pray before they eat. So that was something that we were able to incorporate in the, in the script, um, something that's um, seemingly simple but just uh really grounded me in um hopefully in being able to um understand a little bit more of that life and um how how they live and how their their uh feelings and beliefs and how that you know infiltrates everything they do um so that helped a ton and then just you know <laughs> actory stuff getting getting to the down to the core of who she is and what she Um, needed and uh, how I could relate to her, um, you know, because, you know, her situation is obviously so much different than mine. And what were the things I could relate to as I do understand, you know, loneliness and um, feeling isolated and feeling like no one understands me. So I really just grasped onto those things. And then of course had, you know, an amazing director and producer and co-star Sean, who helped uh, me um, throughout the whole process and was encouraging and supportive. And, really made um, me feel safe and be able to give, hopefully, the best performance I could give.
1: Well, I, you know, The Veil looks amazing. Um, what I've seen is, is is visually stunning and really well done. And, of course, Rebecca is always, is always good. So, you know, we wish you guys the best of luck. Um, keep us posted on the success of the film. And Kyle, Cameron, and Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thank, thank
1: you for you. having us. Thanks very much. So again, just a reminder, The Veil will be screening at the Austin Film Festival on Friday, October 27th at 4 p.m. at the Galaxy Theater, and also on Monday the 30th at 7.20 p.m. at the Hideout Theater Uh, there on Congress. We will be posting a uh, Deeper Dive podcast with Rebecca, Cameron, and Kyle uh, about their film. It'll be an extended version of this podcast. We'll be posting that uh, in a few weeks, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and in the meantime, come down and enjoy the Austin Film Festival and check out The Veil. Vale. Rebecca, Cameron, and Kyle are here at the Austin Film Festival to, to, uh, to talk about the movies. So come out, check out the film, and uh, join the Q&A.
0: Thank you for listening to the Filmmaker Mixer podcast, a podcast created and hosted by filmmakers Jeff Stolen and Andrew Lamping and produced by Melody Lopez.
1: Our theme song was composed by Stephen D. Bennett.
0: Make sure to follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on and stay tuned for future episodes.